Okay, guys, we are live. Sorry about the delay there. There was a little issue. Um, for some reason, Rumble decided not to really work too well for us tonight. But, hey, it's working now. Well, I created the stream when we sat there and sat there and sat there. Usually I created it earlier, but I didn't get a chance to. But we sat there for freaking forever. But finally, we got it all done. And we are now live and we are in charge. So with that out of the way, let me go ahead and hit the intro. The gloves are off. The gloves are off. And freedom of speech is absolute. Welcome to the Uncensored Podcast. Where nothing is off limits. So stick your trigger warnings up your ass. Y'all need Jesus! <laughs> and you guys might be wondering why I'm wearing armor tonight and that is because of a sniper no it's joking um i actually had to stand on my shirt um i cut myself and blood on my shirt then i forgot to change my shirt so there you go if you need any uh if you need any good tips on how to get blood out of white uh clothing just let me know i'm very very skilled at that also dark sent me this link about how to bury a body so it's not found that was not me, although that was it was really filled with excellent tips. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about... Stay on topic, Rich. Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, are we under invasion at the southern border? And this topic has brought to you by our friend over here, Flying Rich, um, here. And uh, this is his topic. So with that, I'm going to just kick it off to him. You know who we are. My name is John Crump, investigative journalist. We have DLD After Dark from the Dark from DLD After Dark from the DLD After Dark show and Flying Rich from every podcast imaginable and Flying Rich and Flying Rich Firearms on YouTube. So hold on, hold on, pause. Gat check. Gun check. Start your walk. Oh, hold on. Do you not have your gun on your Yeah, hold on. Let me grab it. I got it right over here. No, I, I dropped it out of my pocket. You cannot tell me that I'm the only one carrying on body. Oh, no. Dude. Okay. Okay. I'm just checking. Doesn't look like Crump has it on. Hold on. Uh, you want my MP5 that I take with me when I leave the house? No, I, I want what is on your body. That sounds so disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want what's on your body. <laughs> So, for those of you in audio, I'm carrying a safe P365. For those of you with, audio, I was moving stuff around, so try, trying to find a shirt to put so, on. So, tonight I'm carrying my uh, Glock 17. It's all custom, cu custom stippling, uh, a uh, custom slide with the Reaper on the top, the Reaper on the back, and the Reaper on the bottom. We're running a Vortex Viper on here. Uh, nightstick light it has an overwatch precision trigger uh, and a black lift gold barrel all these gold stuff is actually titanium parts as well with titanium blocking so blocks titanium nitrate yeah titanium nitride. yeah nitride yeah so all that is good to go and I'm uh, carrying uh, on my body uh a <laughs> 43 extra um i just call it a 43 extra because it's got 21 rounds in it and um 
Don't ever holster a loaded firearm while it's in your hands. I don't care. And also, I broke my uh, fingernail on my phone today. It, it doesn't look like it, but that goes really, really deep, and it hurts bad. Oh, yeah. no, I would have cried like a baby. Oh, one other thing with the so, with, with this, what? I'm running back here. I'm running uh, blacked out uh, suppressor height back sights with a tritium suppressor height front sight as well. Oh, so and the, in the top of the, the barrel. Optic? Yeah, they co-witness with the optic, and the top of the barrel is all uh, nice. relief cuts. Relief cuts on the side so, as well. Yeah, I'm carrying the Sig P365 10 rounds, uh, 10 round mag, one of the chamber, so that's 11 in the gun, and a 12 round mag in my mag pocket on my tactical shorts. Nice. All right. And uh, we're we're coming to you from land that was once inhabited by the uh, what, what Indians? I forget. Uh, oh, which uh, where? Nakatomi Indians. Uh, Nakatomi. All right, Nakatomi. all right. Let's just jump into it, Rich. Uh, I'm kicking sure. it over to you. So let's go ahead I, and do the topic. I just want to let you know that that we're all, you know, children of immigrants. Uh, Crump, uh, his family immigrated all the what? Matt Mayflower. Mayflower. Then my then other part of my family was already here. <laughs> so you're saying you're you're half Mayflowerian and half Indian? No, I'm more reflowering than anything else, but I'm actually probably, I don't know. Uh, my grandmother was and, Cherokee. And, and Crump's great, 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 great aunt cooked the first Thanksgiving. Yeah, but my gra my grandmother was a Cherokee. He shouldn't be in Cherokee. Half of, his family, uh, half of his family fought to get here, and half of his family fought to stay here. Basically, yeah. So my dad goes back... I don't know how long, but my mother uh, was fresh off the boat from Germany, came here, well, actually came to Canada, and then from Canada to Patchogloan Island, and uh, did it all legally, believe it or not. And so did uh, my in-laws. <laughs> my wife is a, is still still have Italian citizenship, so she's still technically a born natural, national. Can we mention what your wife does for a living? No. Okay, then we will. She's a, she's a doctor. Okay. So, um, the the whole reason for all of that. She's is... a military doctor. She's still military. How about that? Yeah, that, that's can, always gonna. Yeah, we can on. say that. I mean, I don't, I don't know how in depth you want to get. No, that, that was it. So, the point that I'm making is, in, in fact, let, let's just talk about John's family on his wife's side. You're there. There's somebody in Italy on your wife's family that wants to come here but can't. There's multiple people on my wife's side that wants to come here but and they can't. Don't they have like a, a doctorate or a bachelor's degree in their doctorate. cleaning houses? Doctorate and they're cleaning houses. Uh, the the market and uh, the and and freshly Sicily and southern Italy is terrible. I mean they have a issue with. Illegal immigration too, but their illegal immigrants kind of like blow up stuff. So, the the point that I'm getting at here is, I, I and I'm not, I really don't care who you are or where you come from. I I care that you do it legally and that you're not taking somebody like John's relative and pretty much putting a blast online because you came here illegally. That's that's one point. The other point is the drug cartels are making crazy money 
uh, getting these people through the desert and across the border. And it's also serving as a distraction. So they have a swarm of people coming across the border and then they get fentanyl across the border where there are no people because there's the distraction, you know, a hundred people running across the border. And then, you know, a few miles over where there's nobody, uh, they're, they're bringing the drugs across the border and people are dying. The other part about this. So if it's just not fair because people are cutting in line, drug cartels are making crazy money, people are dying in the desert and women are getting raped. There's rape trees. So when they take rape them, they throw their underwear in the rape trees. The, uh, there's stories of women sending their kids, the young girls, and sending them with the pill so they don't get pregnant. Now, this gets all of this illegal entry into the country is more problems because then some of these people, not only do we not know who's coming in the country, we're not vetting them, but also, this is an entry point for multiple nations of bad actors all across the world. So it's not just people from Mexico and South America, you know, Mexico, Panama, South America. It's 150 different countries are having people cross the border between Mexico and the United States into the United States. Yeah, um, I yeah, you're right. You, you're definitely right. That is an issue. I do want to shout out uh, uh, our channel members. Or oh, sure. Uh, first, uh, ADX. I mean, ADF fire, AD firearms, and Kurt Twenty Four. Hey, how's it going, guys? And and we got. Uh, I see. I believe that's Zanti Misfit. We got Johnny Three Bar in the chat and yep. Blue Curtain Burner. Thank you for joining us all here. On T for Rumble. Texas is out there too. Oh, that's T for uh, Texas. Oh, okay, I, I wasn't Burner, sure. Zanti, uh, Twenty Four, oh. Dingle Matt, Damien Christ. Uh, yep, cool. Damien Christ is out there too. Uh, um, cool. When you get a second, look at what I sent you. I I'm looking at it right now. That's thirty minutes from where I live. Yeah, it looks like so a the, uh, gas explosion. There was a house that exploded in Arlington, Virginia. So it was captioned massive. that as police were closing on the house, it just goes there were, up. There were shots fired. And I'm sorry, usually I wouldn't go this far off topic, but... Um, okay, I didn't read the topic. I mean, wow. They were legal. I'm just kidding. Sorry, I don't know that they were legal immigrants. So I was trying to be funny, but it's also not a funny situation. Um, but well, uh, Arlington, it could it, be. It's highly likely that they were. Um, but this, there were shots fired. Police responded to the shots fired. They closed in on the house. They were sitting outside waiting, probably about to make a dynamic entry. And right when they were about to stack up, the entire house turns into cardboard in the wall. Uh, that cannot be a uh, um, co coincidence. Hmm. And if you if you see that explosion, so there was a, a, a home that exploded um, in an area that um, uh, we, we that we were moving to uh, back 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 way back when. And uh, if you've ever seen what a gas explosion will do to a home, 
it is it will vaporize the entire. Oh, it's crazy! It's a bomb! It's a yeah. bomb! They, they, it is they a never bomb. Built another another home there. They literally left it and turned it into a pathway cutting through um, the the whole uh, like community. It was pretty crazy. All right, now let's get back on to the topic though. Yeah, sorry guys, that was just so, so crazy. I had to bring it up. Further going into this, I, I want to just kind of lay the foreground. So we're, we're talking about all the negatives of what's going on here. I haven't even touched on, hey, how does this affect our economy? What are we doing taking care of these people? It, and again, I first off, the United States is the most generous nation in the world. No other nation donates more money to charity or other countries. Also, and that's not, I mean, it's not even close either. Yeah, I mean, no you, other country has the higher emigration rate. More people come to the United States than all of the other countries in the world added up together. Yeah. yeah. Also, also uh, another thing is that our immigration laws, even though that Democrats want to make them um, more lax, our immigration laws are some of the most lax in the world. Absolutely. Looking at other so, countries, it, it, we pale in comparison to uh, how stringent and uh, even Mexico yeah. and Canada. Yep. Well, they have like higher Mexico, immigrants. none of us can own property in Mexico. You have to be a natural citizen to own property in Mexico. So if there's the... a beachfront. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, if there's some beachfront place you want to buy, uh, yeah, you can't own it. Uh, yeah. That's just how it is. So the other problem is once people come here to the United States, they may have been brought here by MS-13 or other gangs that are, you know, centered in Mexico. They then have to work off and do work for the cartels. And a lot of times, so, a lot of times it's not only that, but uh, we've had this conversation before about Asian massage parlors. And how a lot of the people that work in Asian massage parlors are uh, actual sex slaves that got brought yeah. illegally over the border, because the 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 Mexican U.S. border is not just like South Americans and Hispanics coming yeah. across the border. There's a lot of other nationalities. There's a lot of Middle Eastern people coming across the border. There's a lot of Asian people coming across the border. So it's not specific to one race or one country or one type of people. There is a lot of people from a lot of different countries, mostly third world, that are coming across the border. And those uh, massage parlor situations, usually what happens is a lot of them are from South Korea. And usually what happens is they'll take some... Um, Let's say there's a U.S.-based company, okay, some shitty $50 LLC, and there's um, a coyote in uh, South Korea, and he gets all these girls to give, like, their life savings may only be equivalent to 10 grand, 15 grand, whatever it is, right, whatever their cost is. They give that money to the coyote, and then the coyote actually brings them through the legal process to come into the united states usually on a visa and then they come in on a visa and then they even get their you know but basically they come in lawfully even if their visa expires and they end up staying 
they are forced. They think they're coming into a land of opportunity and they're forced to commit sexual acts to big, ugly, overweight men like myself. Sorry. Uh, and they're forced to commit sexual acts to stay in whatever shitty little house that, I mean, they're trapped, you know what I mean? And then in most of these cases, their family is back in South Korea, uh, where a lot of these women are from, and uh, they'll hold them hostage. They'll say that they'll kill them. There, there's so many things that they they basically well, them into coming for- The, the other thing we didn't touch on is child trafficking, mm -hmm. that there's, there's a whole pedophilia ring going on with getting kids across the borders and supposedly reuniting them with their families. So you have these unaccompanied minors that uh, the the administration does not track. There is yeah. a lot that have gone missing, a significant number. We're talking thousands of kids gone. A week. And can I ask a question uh, for you guys about sure. unaccompanied minors? What would you say to before they get reunited with their family over here that DNA test, DNA test, that the DNA test is required? Would you be for that or against that? 100%. I mean, I, I don't see a reason why not. However, um, in a, a lot of these cases, I haven't walked through that in my mind, right? So, like, um, if the closest thing that that child has to family is somebody so far removed that is actual family that may be the only right one to take care of them that uh so they don't get sold into asshole slavery um i don't know you know i don't know i would need to think about that a little bit like more trace dna would even show up though yeah um yeah as as long as it does more harm than good right because i remember i mean good more good than harm yeah yeah i believe that um I'm you said more harm than good. As long as it does more harm than good, you meant more good than harm. Or yeah, yeah, you know what? I, you know what yeah, I just wanted to make sure that that people were kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. As right. long as it does more harm, I'm really an advocate of harm. Um, no, uh, look, it, there have been times where people have brought up conversations and been like, "Hey, are you for this?" And let's say like, uh, you know, forty-four seventy-threes, right? And as as a kid, you're like, "Well, I don't see the, you know." I don't see a big deal there. But then all of a sudden you start to develop it in your mind and you're like, oh, that's wrong. That's an infringement. That's, you know, government doesn't have that, right? So I just haven't developed that further enough to to know. But I would say most likely, yes, I think that's uh, fair because we're talking about thousands of kids per week, okay? And if you guys have hear, hear, if you've heard the stories of the rape trees and just all the terrible shit that happens when you know, kids, not just kids from South America, Central America, kids from all over the world that end up there, they come to the border, you, you hear terrible, terrible stories. Now, for an example, in November, okay, uh, November of 2022, there were about 14,000 um, migrants that were caught illegally coming into the United States. In the third week of November of 2023, so we're talking just a couple weeks ago, there were over 24,000 migrants caught. One week almost doubled what last year uh, was in an entire month. So a month versus one week, 14,000 versus 24,000. That's insanity. So the let, let me pose this question to the team here. 
do you believe the the Democratic Party? They'll they'll go after FFLs. They'll go after ammunition. They'll go after guns. They'll go after braces. They'll go after eighty percent kits. They'll go after you know uh, red flag laws. So they're you know taking a hammer and a chisel and chipping away at every there there is basically a hundred hammers and chisels chipping away at our rights our second amendment rights do you believe that this is part of the democratic plan of lawfare you know like ban trump from the the uh ticket from running um to you know cheat on the elections to um you know, redraw districts to fill in the blank is, are they going to turn Texas purple or blue? And that's it. If Texas goes, there will never be another Republican president. I think that's one of their plans is to expand their voter base and mm-hmm. also to pander what, yes. what they're running into though is a lot of the Hispanic vote that's, that came here legally are turning against that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they want to replace that because they're they're losing the Hispanic vote and they want to replace it with illegal. That's why there's a lot of pathways to citizenships and stuff like that. Let me ask a different question. Rich, why do you think they're going after our guns? I here's something that I always say. Are you going to tie this to immigration? Hmm? Are you going to tie this to immigration, Dark? Or the topic? I I think he's got a point. So, well, trust me, this is this is I'm taking it somewhere. Okay, yeah. One, uh, as we have rights to guns, and behind me, I got a 50 BMG. I have uh, MP5, you know, six feet away from me. They're going after, think about how they treat us like crap now. And we have the rights to own all sorts of guns, many guns, uh, more than 50 rounds of ammunition, unlike Israel. That if they have their boot on our throat right now and we're armed to the teeth, what would it be like the second we don't have firearm rights? Yes, I'm sorry. I thought I, I thought I was muted during that time. I wouldn't have been so loud. My apologies. That's okay. Um, yes, and um, let me ask this: If there was a a father that was armed, and he heard that his very young daughter was assaulted and sexually assaulted at school, um, do you think that there's a And for some reason, we just dropped. Just bear with me. I will get us back on in a second. So we are coming back right now. And sorry for the technical difficulties, people. But we are now returning to the stream. Go do something like that, right? Yes. So, okay. In, In these jobs at the border, when you're looking at people that are literally employed by Customs and Border Patrol, and people that have jobs in the back office, they're people that literally handle the unaccompanied minors that are getting passed off to other people 
that uh, are you know covered by employees that are the ones that put them in these different housing uh, situations. And there's people that are employees in those housing situations that pawn the kids off to literal sex traffickers, right? I think one of the things here, and this is a multi, I mean, there, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different reasons why they don't want us to have firearms. However, they want to continue taking taking firearms and taking those rights because it's too much of an unknown to know that anybody could grab six guys like the amount of damage that six armed men that are in sync like a small unit the amount of damage and wreckage that a a one little unit of six men could do is incredible right so if it were to become public and this really has been put out in the public all of those people that are literally treating the border, the Customs and Border Patrol, and the placement of those children with all these families, and they're literally selling them into sex slavery. Why would they ever want us to own firearms? That's one of the reasons. Also just control, also just enter reason X that like you mentioned earlier. Uh, I think there there are so many different things that could happen. but that that's part of it i mean they're literally stealing children out of out of twenty four thousand people that were caught that were caught right they literally had to shut down the arizona border they had to stop doing vehicle surveys they had to completely close down the border in arizona so you're saying legal traffic going through a border entry point had to be shut down Uh, what's called a uh, port of entry yeah they had to stop all legal traffic. They had to stop all vehicles. To deal with illegal. And I'm not saying that they just let the legal traffic come through, right? I'm saying they stopped it. They froze it. They wouldn't allow people to get to work. They wouldn't allow people to, because a lot of people work in, in the States and then go back to wherever the... Tijuana, right? whatever Yeah, maybe, Tijuana, yeah. it could be anywhere, right? But uh, I'm, I'm saying all this to say this, that it, it was... Where you typically look at the border and you see like a, a stream of like 30 people running up to the Rio Grande, uh, Rio Grande River, the border was literally lined with people in Arizona. I mean, it was as far as your eyes can see, it was just thousands of people. It was insane. So are we being invaded? Yes, absolutely. Will there become a point where where we're outnumbered? I am all for people lawfully coming over here. My family right. lawfully, uh, you know, mo- mostly lawfully came over here. You know, um, it, it's just uh, they would have more control if we didn't have a way to fight back. That's what I'm saying. Especially when it comes to our children. We're here. We're queer. We're coming for your children. Remember that. Yeah. Okay. I got oh, a question. I got a question for you guys. So Trump wanted to build a border wall, um, and he started building it. Biden ran on, you know, the wall is pointless. You know, we don't need a wall. We shouldn't have a wall. It's racist to have a wall. And now Biden is pushing. Yeah, Biden is Biden is pushing for a border wall now after campaigning against the border wall and saying how it's a bad idea and how we don't need one and how it's xenophobic to put up a border wall. What's your guys' opinion on Biden flipping his script? But before you do that, let me go ahead and tell you what my opinion was. 
I think that he knew when he was campaigning that we did need a border wall because walls actually do work. Mm-hmm. Where we all talk about Israel a lot, so let's talk about Israel. Where Israel is, the amount of terrorist attack where there is a wall in between uh, Israel and Palestine, well, it's it's ninety percent. It's not zero. It's ninety percent less than where there's not a wall. So we do know walls work. They've worked in a lot of other countries, and they still work in a lot of other countries. So, and I think Biden knew that, and I think Biden knew that the wall will work, but he wanted to campaign on something against Trump, and that was an opportunity for him to call Trump a racist, and now he has to reverse that. So he's trying to say, oh, we're still, yeah, we do need a wall, but not like Trump's wall, but even though it's exactly like Trump's wall, what do you guys think of it? My wall is going to be built with unicorns and rainbows. The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. I I got a hot take on this one, so you go go ahead and go first, Rich. Okay. So here's just like anything, um, just like with gun rights, Bloomberg and his security team, I want them to disarm first. All of the gun grabbers disarmed first and all of you anti-wall people i i know there's no wall around the white house around uh biden's house in delaware around um what is the retreat they go to camp Uh, david camp david i i know there's no wall around there i know on martha's vineyard there's a moat around it um but there's no wall around uh, Obama's castle on Martha's Vineyard or his castle in Hawaii. There, there's really no wall in no Camp wall. David. There's a way to walk onto there. You would get arrested I, because I, it's a virtual wall. When, I, wall I know Secret Service. Obama's D.C. house doesn't have a wall either. Oh, wait. In fact, I think I'm wrong on all of those points. But like Camp David and stuff, there is an electronic wall, you can say. Just like Area 51. Area 51 doesn't actually have a physical wall. But if you take take one step over the over the boundary of Area 51, you're going to have guns in your face like within minutes, if not seconds, because there's electronic monitoring devices. So you have a wall. It's just an electronic wall. Yeah. So anything that you want to protect, you put behind a wall, right? Bank vaults are behind a wall. Children in schools are behind a wall. You in your home or your apartment or your trailer or whatever, right? You're behind a wall. Anything that you want to protect or have a barrier for entry, you put behind a wall. Anything and everything. There is no limitation on that, okay? I think the only reason that they wouldn't... I'm sitting here getting text messages on the Arlington thing. Um, Anything, if, if you say that you want to protect it, but then you refuse to put up a wall then that tells us, uh, uh, you know, that gives us a little something on it. So here's what I believe. I believe that our border should be protected with lethal force. I believe we should electrify our half of the Rio Grande. And I believe that we should have men with literal scopes. We should have armed drones. And we, the first dude that, that tries to run into our border, when they see his head, you know, end up behind him, I think the other people would start to think a little bit differently on if they want to take that run or not. And then they would start to see 
how much easier our legal system of entry is <laughs> so they don't, you know, end up with their uh, esophagus splattered on the six-year-old behind them. One of the things I find interesting, talking about the whole wall thing, Am is... Am I off base there? No, I'm you're sorry, not off base. You're not off base. But Do one you of guys th agree or disagree that we should protect it with lethal force? I think we should protect yes. the border with uh, every, I, I, every means necessary, um, in, up into including lethal force to a point. Um, on, honestly, if you see kids like five and six year olds, you're not gonna. Yeah, just use the forty mic mic. Yeah, you're not gonna blast them. But what? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, but. What I find interesting about the whole wall thing is Mexico is planning to build a wall along their southern border. And that's not getting a lot of play. Mexico was so against us building a wall, yet they're doing building a wall themselves, which I think is kind of hypocritical. Now, where do you know? Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just... I'm with Crump. Uh, you know, whether it's a wall makes sense, whether some sort of surveillance, electronic surveillance and deterrence makes sense. Well, I guess the next question I want to pose to people, and i kind of been rolling this around in my head for some time, is what if we instituted laws where if you're found in this country illegally, you never have the right to citizenship or to work here? That would that would be something. Um, I think you do get banned for like five years. Um, I mean, we I think we need to make it so people liken it towards a magnet that we have the magnet turned on, and whatever that may be, that these people are gonna get a hotel room in New York City for six months after they kick veterans out, or get two thousand two hundred dollars just for gaining entry illegally and, and they are and they are kicking veterans they kicked a bunch of veterans out to replace them with illegal immigrants which i think is just bonkers i've read stories in manhattan that outside of these so not only are they doing this they're, they're uh the city is paying these hotels that you know used to be prime real estate that if you were going to spend money in manhattan you would stay there they're taking over the hotels. They have security, you know, not uniform security, but if you went there with your cell phone and started shooting video, you'd get the bum rush, you know, a couple of blocks away. They would chase you down the sidewalk. I've seen these videos. Also, they have uh, scooters. They steal all the scooters and bicycles. And like once a week, the NYPD comes, grabs all the illegal scooters, and they said later that day they're back. They've stolen more scooters. Um, mm. Can I? Sh I'm gonna. I'm gonna show a video, but for our viewing audience, not a viewing, our listening audience, it is a video of. Um, I'm gonna have. A, who wants to explain it? Well, it's a bunch of. Uh, I, I guess. It's not gondolas, but train cars, uh, and there's and it's an 30, 40 people on on the top. Oh, and even in between the cars. So it's yeah. like hoppers. That's it. They're hoppers. It's, they're like all over the cars, which I think is absolutely crazy. And that's what's going on in the southern border. But if you yeah, criticize that, is, that, you know. You're racist. 
you're you're yeah, racist. This is, this is the thing that they they have transformed in from love into your country into racism and xenophobia, whatever. Like I don't even know what xenophobic mm-hmm, means, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I think um, so something like that, for an example, where you have a, a you know a train which is I don't even know how many cars, hundred cars, two hundred cars. I have no idea. That is an international train. That is the train that literally goes from, well, I don't know if that one was, but we're talking about trains that go from South America into the U.S. And you would think, well, since that's an international train, I can't even get on a flight going from one state to another without getting, you know, the the tip of my freaking chocolate starfish fingered. So I, I would assume that these guys going from you know mexico tijuana to uh the u.s there's probably all sorts of just crazy amounts of security there and it's just not true when when that train comes in if they have you know 40 cbp officers there and they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of illegal migrants just flooding the area whoever gets through gets through Whoever gets snatched gets turned around and sent right back at the worst case scenario. The ones that are that are coming through and they're granting them asylum and they're letting them stay, they're literally giving them check, check cards, right? Like disposable checking account cards. And they're giving them, I think, $2,200 or $2,400 to get settled in the United States. If that's not buying future voters, I do not know what is. And, and not to mention, these are murderers included amongst them, and not all of them. Some of them are violent criminals. Some of them are rapists. Some of them are murderers. Some of them are uh, people that are not going to be contributing to our society. And how long until after years and years of this occurring, do you think that terror organizations and, you know, bad... Shh, you know, don't let them know. Yeah, right. I can't believe you tipped them off. I think terror organizations are already using it. And uh, absolutely, they've been using it for years. I'm just saying, how long did this occur before they were like, hey, we could do this? Like, for an example, when fentanyl started popping off, it was because the there were Chinese uh, scientists that were literally sent somehow to South America and Central America and all the way from. Yeah, they they and and not only just Mexico. I mean, this was all over. This was Brazil had um, uh, precursors from China, right? Like they, this is this is all over the place where they literally taught them how to make their own fentanyl, which is a very very dangerous. People know how dangerous it is, right? But here's an idea, okay? Think about this: when when most very dangerous uh, items like morphine are measured in milligrams fentanyl is measured in micrograms okay we're talking like a thousandth of a milligram it is such a powerful potent drug and they are now making it tabletop and in huts this is insanity what we are watching um on the videos that we have seen we're watching like we just watched a video of people storming uh the border yeah um, which is happening everywhere, man. So, Crump, how many people from the terrorist watch list have been caught at the border? I don't know. Um, 
there were over like 2000 something 2400 like last month that were known uh, that was in july oh i thought that was last month no i mean it came out last month but it was in july oh interesting now there are some stats um about... a lot well okay let's see here uh They've caught in 169 terrorists. Okay, so what? So when they published that there were over 2,000, was that just people that they've identified, but not? Identi identified? Yeah, yeah, but they caught 200. They have caught 169 of them. So wow. how do they identify and not apprehend? Uh, they have different ways, I guess. That for probably not um, public knowledge, I would guess. So, like, being able to identify them digitally through, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know, I, I don't know about any of that stuff. Hmm. Uh, moving along. So, uh, have you guys seen how, prior to the border being literally open to all this fuckery, have you guys seen, uh, prior to this, the amount of ingenuity and creativity they had to put into border crossing before we basically opened up the doors like you know those uh those big uh trucks that you um uh lug around like eight vehicles in they got like uh they're kind of like metal like wiry kind of things and uh -huh. you got like four on the bottom and four on top yep yeah car carriers yeah like vehicle carriers vehicle uh transporters so um i saw a video of uh, this was pre uh, this was during Trump's administration. This was pre-Biden. I saw a video of one of those vehicle transport transporters that was totally changed and remade into this like crazy transformer, like folded up thing. They brought it up to the border and then they literally like pressed a button and it, it automatically unfolded and it turned into a vehicle ramp that literally drove over the fence. And these dudes oh, were, cars were just room, 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 just driving over it. it so it it's kind of like a World War II breaching type thing. Exactly. Submarines, boats. They've, I mean, it, there's no way to stop them, but we can slow the, the bleed. We can slow For it sure. down, you know. But hey. even when we slowed it down, they were still finding ways to get in here, you know. And they're going to do that, but us us sitting back and doing nothing is literally saying, okay, we are okay with all this shit that's going on. We're okay with our children being taken. We're okay with, you know, with those children, obviously, you know, they're children from other countries, but uh, shit's terrible. We, we, I, I'm getting nervous seeing like all the land that's being purchased by China, by the seeing Chinese. all the land. Yeah. And the farmland group. next to military bases. Yep, in California, I forgot the base, but that uh, uh, company, Flannery Associates, whoever they are, uh, is a Chinese company, and they literally purchased like hundreds and hundreds of of plots of land around this Air Force base, and with all these people that are coming through the border, it would be really easy to pre-stage an attack. And then also how much ammonium nitrate is missing. <laughs> like all these things oh, could add up to Ooh. the same thing. Okay. Well, uh, that, that's what makes me nervous. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And also there's some Democrats as well that want to 
confiscate that land and force China to give it up. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, look look it, at what China does to us in their country. Uh, it, and I have a bunch of issues, but let, John, Fetter, say John Fetterman, John Fetterman, that's the other one that's on the Democrat side. And we know I, he's usually wrong, but I think he's good. Ah! He's right on this one. How do you, are you like going? Oh my gosh, I'm agreeing with Fetterman. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm agreeing with him. Dick Durbin wants to put illegal immigrants in our military. Oh, wow. Well, here's the thing about this. What a lot of people don't realize is if you're, and this is the reason why it was there. Let's say you want to come to the United States, right? And you want to become a U.S. citizen. But there is, it's really hard to become a U.S. citizen, right? I mean, get immigration. You can join the U.S. military, and uh, serve your country for as four a years as a non-citizen for four years and get citizenship that way. And a lot of people do that. But those are people who legally applied to the U.S. military from overseas. Uh, if you come in illegally, you can't join the U.S. military. But these are people that legally apply. And, I, and you know what? I don't really have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. If you show four I, years of an upstanding record, you fight for, right. for a country. I'm open to that. I think that's actually pretty lenient. I think that's I mean, very honorable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot so, of Brazilians do that for some reason. And Filipinos. Jiu-Jitsu. Helps them out in the field. Yeah, Jiu-Jitsu, man, is pretty, pretty awesome. Somebody once told me, somebody that I respect... And love very much told me if you want if you want to uh, if you want to become oh, what did he say um, if you want to become armed carry a gun if you want to become a god amongst men uh, become a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah, jujitsu is a. Uh, it's a story for another time, but you, yeah. but you would have people come in there that that they they would think they were badass because they're like some big strong ass guy and you would take uh, like a little purple belt girl that weighs a hundred pounds and just have her just freaking make them look stupid and choke them out and make yeah. them give up and choke them unconscious with the, with the greatest of ease and that happened a lot and usually those people would leave and never come back I bet I, look, I, I'm I'm a little bit more humble than that. Like it's taken me like, well, I don't know, 15 to 20 years of of shooting to be like, eh, okay, I'm I'm decent. I, I know my way around a gun. Most people are like, I'm I, I'm talking to these dudes that have been like shooting for like a year or two, right? They're brand new into guns, and they're like, oh man, I can I can shoot a smiley face with a 22 at a thousand yards. You know, all right, buddy. Um, so Ultra JC9, what's up, brother? Uh, the cartels tunnels and Hamas tunnels look very familiar in construction. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you might know. not be wrong there, though. Yeah, you might not be wrong you, at all. Yeah, we, we do know the cartels have worked with terrorist organizations in the past to yep. sneak people across the border. So it would not be surprising if the cartels and the terrorists work together. Yeah, yeah. And um, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that at all. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, some of the cartel's equipment came from the United States government somehow. Like a minigun. 
like a minigun, and we probably shouldn't say anything else about that at all out of fear of death. Yeah, probably. Is that yeah. why you're wearing a vest, Grumpy? <laughs> like, well, I saw the topic, and I know who contacted me in the past before, so. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right so, uh, I'm actually a little nervous about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, moving on, uh, so let's see, hmm, private immigrant or private transgender, I think I'll go with the immigrant, or the immigrant, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, what uh, what's Mexico standing on, uh, you know, the acceptance, of, like socially, the acceptance of like transgenderism and, and all that shit? Are, are there a lot of, uh, um, you know, transgender people that are coming over to the u.s because uh they think that we I'm, embrace them or i have no idea uh, i wonder if uh, uh well it doesn't matter. i'm doing a research right now yeah i'm curious i, I just th there's a lot about this that i don't know i know that um a, a lot of people that do not want to be uh, identified coming over the border are coming over the border and that makes things dangerous and there are people that work with certain very dangerous organizations that come over. And it, when you put all of these people together, people that hate America and people that have unfettered access to America, what do we expect to happen in the future? I mean, if they wanted to queue up for potentially the most crippling attack that you could ever even consider, uh, I'm... So the cartel can have a minigun, but I can't. <laughs> yes. They'll actually break it up into 100 pieces and mail it over there. Um, or smug, smuggle it over there. Um, but so think about this, okay? So so we're seeing all these, uh, you know, there's, a, what, 169 terrorists that uh, were identified or caught or whatever. And the first question that I know will come to everyone's mind is how many weren't caught, okay? And you've seen lines and lines and lines of hundreds and hundreds of uh, um, Pacific Islander uh, looking people <laughs> coming over here, right? That uh, are, you know, appearing to come from China. And then you have all this land that's being purchased all over the United States by Chinese companies like Flannery and Associates. And then you have all this ammonium nitrate going missing and all this shit. Okay, all I'm saying is that if, how much was it? Was it three tons? It was a lot. And it was a whole train. Yeah, it was a whole box car full. But um, I did do some research into that and it looks like it wasn't actually missing. Um, okay. And it wasn't leaked either. Uh, the, what what happened? Which the story never got updated, right? Oh, hold on, hold on. You're you're talking about when they came back and said that uh, oh, it was it was inventoried incorrectly or yeah. something like that. I call total bullshit. No, you can. I'm I'm just letting you know what they said. Yeah, I would say that we did an incorrect inventory too. <laughs> yeah. J Do you ever see any incorrect inventories um, with uh, Budweiser, C4, Simtex, or in the uh, military? All the freaking time, man. I'm talking civilian level. To, uh, you know, in the military, though, they somebody bought you. You, you know what they did, right? With the crates, I, I know. They sold know. a bunch I of know. empty <laughs> crates and they opened them up. And they were full of fruit, and there was like a hundred. What of it? Like with twenty thousand M sixteens, they shipped. They forgot to. They sold the crates, but they forgot to take the M sixteens out of them. Yeah, yep, yeah, I've seen that. I've also literally held plan. 
I held M16s that were marked U.S. United States property um, oh. in the wooden crates in FedEx when uh, when the crates fell off the belt and busted open. And uh, I, I know, I know they're and the, they were machine guns. They had the sear pin. They had you know, full, you know the full auto switch and all that. Um, uh, but in in the military. They can literally so, just say, Darth, you're telling destroyed. me you're working at FedEx and then delivered at your feet were machine guns? Hold yeah. On. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of the, the case held 20 machine guns. For some reason, only 18 were in the box. No, no, no. Hold on. I'll get back to that in one second. What 17. I was saying, just to finish that thought, was um, in the military, you can, let's say you purchase. Um, you know, whatever, uh, 20 kilos of Simtex, Simtex H, right? Um, or or whatever, enter, you know, ex high explosive here. Could be Simtex H, could be, um, you know, RDX, it could be C4, whatever it is. Let's say some type of high explosive. In the military world, you can just say that this demo was destroyed. No reason, no nothing, right? In the civilian world, when you have an FEL, you actually have to state and document an exact reason. You either sold it, and then of course there would be a record of who you sold it to, Why, what you or you destroyed it for cause. You have to write down that it was destroyed for cause. For an example, it was damaged. It was you know whatever, right? It was for some reason it was dangerous or something. The military can just say, oh, we destroyed all of it. And then ship the crates off to wherever the fuck they want. All right, can I can I uh, ask you guys? A, well, I want to bring up something. Uh, and I can what, go back to the FedEx story in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jasicity out there says that the cartels are is the Mexican military, and most of the cartel members are former uh, mil military special uh, Mexican special forces. Almost all yeah, of them are. Took a, they just took a pay raise. Yeah, like a major pay raise. But yeah, all the cartels formed out of the the Mexican special forces, the Zetas especially. Yeah. So, just really quickly, when I was this was a long time ago, okay. Um, when I was working at FedEx, I was on a belt called the non-conveyables, which means anything over like 180 pounds, anything that is too heavy to go up the belt. What happens is their system basically tries to send it up the belt, and as it falls down, it gets spun off to another belt that goes down, okay? Now, I was on the non-conveyables with a, a small unit of dudes that were all doing the same thing, which we were taking this heavy, ridiculously heavy stuff. You know, 180 pounds was the absolute minimum size of the package that we were moving, and um, we had to lift them up and put them in containers. The containers went on the plane, all right? And, uh, and I'm talking like huge, like 747, 757, 777, massive airplanes. There were these big wooden crates, the wooden crates, uh, and we would see them all the time, right? It's not like they just came by once. We would see them almost every shift, okay? And I had a friend there. Um, I won't say his name just because I don't want you all to be able to find out or if he, you know, whatever. He was from D.C., though. He was a funny dude. Um, but anyway, we were all into guns and stuff like that. That was when Officer McDonald stole that clock 26 for me because I wasn't 21. Anyway, um, these crates that we always saw on the belt, 
uh, probably every other shift, realistically. Um, when the belt got like, like all, like, what do you call it? Uh, it? Like when it's all jammed up and something ends up sideways and then whenever you can slam the, the red button, which basically stops the belt from moving, pisses everyone in the entire factory off. But that's what we used to do when stuff got backed up on the belt. So I, I noticed that one of the cases canted sideways and then it wasn't leaving enough space for other packages to come through. And I was telling my guy, I was like, yo, that's going to fall, hit the button, or it's going to keep pushing it off and it's going to push the crates off and, and they're going to whatever. So he was like, no, nah, we're good. We're good. So we're all rushing to get stuff off and move them in there. And then what happened? One of the cases was pushed and it literally just, it fell off. And we had already moved like six of them that shift, okay? The thing fell down and cable locked together were like 10 M16s that looked like they were retired from the US government. Um, they all had uh, property in the United States uh, milled on the lower and they all had the third pin, you know, with the selector that said auto. They were all like A2 style. They weren't like Vietnam era. These were like A2s. The, my cousin was in the Air Force at that time, and he was a tech sergeant. And he uh, um, uh, he was issued an in, in A2 uh, M16. Uh, so I, I kind of knew what they looked like. I wasn't super, super into guns, even though, yes, sorry, FedEx, I was carrying a Glock 26 in my waistband during that time. But anyway, the shit broke open, and these guns busted out all over the place. It's on like a six-foot cable lock. But you could like pick one up and then all the ones were at the bottom, like uh, like a keychain, right? So the guy I was with picked one up. He was like, yo, take a picture. <laughs> so we started taking pictures uh, like of, of him holding the M16. And dude, I have never been more tempted to bolt cut that shit and take one. Like never been more tempted in my life. But Bolt every... cut, big pet. Not to get the lower. I mean, yes, you could tap tap out the the um, trigger guard, but these the spring loaded portion. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, I should have thought of that. But anyway, every <laughs> the reason why um, nothing happened was because every single square inch of that factory is on the at the time the highest and best quality, like video surveillance system ever like the we never would i would have spent the rest of my life fighting off you know something that i could do at home if i really 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 wanted to but i would only ever do it in a world without rule of law all right thank you for attending dark story time and the adhd show so let's get back to hey, the topic we had like 65 people in here while i was talking about that yeah, let's get back to the topic. Oh, and one update about the explosion in Arlington. It appears that the guy was firing flare guns at people. I don't understand, but whatever. Nice. Was it like a 37 millimeter? I have no idea. It didn't say. Oh. But back back to the story, just in a little update since we brought that. <laughs> but since we, well, since we uh, talked about that earlier, I just wanted to give people an update. And people are talking about it in the chat. So whatever. Yeah. Um, so... With, so tell me this. What do you think they're all? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm sorry. So what is your? We know what dark solution is to the border. What are, is your solution, Rich? I I think it's got to be uh, like a dozen 
different solutions. You know, where it makes sense to have a wall, have a wall. Where it makes sense to have electronics, have electronics. Where it makes sense to have aerial surveillance, have aerial surveillance. Uh, we, we have to turn off the magnet that brings the people here. Now, that, that's a bunch of different things, whether it's uh, working off the books or whether it's the cartels making money at this. Where, where do, look, without naming names, I worked for a company. The company only existed because there was one law uh, and it was only in a couple of states. So the product or service that this company provided was dependent upon that law. So we had to lobby legislatures of each state to maintain that law. Are you telling me these drug cartels aren't making an F ton of money and aren't maybe paying off a senator from New Jersey like Menendez? No, it wouldn't be. What wouldn't surprise me. Also, here's another thing. I think this is my answer to it. Um, I, it, I like you. I think it's a multi, multi-faceted approach. One thing that I think that we we do need a guest worker program. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for sure. like orange pickers and stuff. Because come on, no one's gonna pick oranges here. It's not gonna happen. Um, for that's one of the things, but if you cross the border illegally, you are barred from ever participating in that program. You get, you get deported, you get no healthcare, free healthcare, you get no free housing, you get nothing, nothing. And you get deported and you're never allowed to become um, a U.S. citizen, and you're never allowed to come back to the United States. Your visas will be denied. That's one thing. And th- I'm not even talking about, like, the physical security yet. Second thing, if you run a company and you hire illegal uh, immigrants or illegal aliens, the penalty should be so severe that it's going to put you out of business. And then it also should disqualify you from opening up another business. So it's basically how can a person be illegal? I'm just kidding. They cross the border, you're illegal. You cross (laughs) the border illegally, you're illegal. So that's another thing I think that should happen is that those are the two issues. That will cut down on jobs. It will cut down on on thing, no benefits. You can never be qualified for a guest worker program. Your company, you're basically going to put your company out of business if you risk it. And then let's go to border security. We have drones. We have electronic monitoring. So we need a combination of drones, electronic monitoring, also walls. And here's another thing. There, there is a bunch of non-lethal. There's a bunch of non-lethal technologies that we can use, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, there's tunnels. We know that, but we also have sensors to detect those tunnels. 
Yeah, they're literally monitoring movement on those tunnels daily. Yeah, so when we find those tunnels, we blow them up. I mean, just to shut them off. So explosive, boom. And then we have to put pressure on Mexico because a lot of this issue comes from Mexico. And, and tie our aid to Mexico to their help at stemming the tide of illegal immigration. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you yeah. this. And I think those are all really good and creative, um, you know, um, what do you call it? Like strategies. Sorry. Yeah. They so use, let me ask you this. I had. They, a, we got, uh, we, we got to get rid of these cotton picking congressmen, too. That, that I was dared to say that. So, I was gonna say I would be cautious with that terminology. <laughs> I was dared to say it because if it were truly uncensored, we would say that. So there you go. Yeah, um, they should be picking cotton um, if they would be so lucky. So let me ask you this: I had um, uh, someone that I know that worked on a lot of like stuff and software for stuff that uh, flew without people inside it that like shot stuff and stuff. And uh, that person said, what we should do is find these isolated areas where these cartels operate out of and literally blast them and glass them. Just, just destroy them. Like from, from this guy, just illegally fly drones into uh, Mexico. Mexico? and just find where the leadership is and find where their products are and just destroy them. I'm okay with that. Now, Lindsey Graham actually proposed something like that. Gosh, hey. I'm agreeing with Lady Graham. Yeah, I know. It's a shame. But what do you guys actually think that that would do? Because obviously when you take out the leadership... I don't care. They're just going to, uh, you know, replace the leadership. They're a hydra. Continue... Yeah, they're going to continue you know, producing. Hey, I would say, and then what to Mexico? What? Yeah, I did it. I'm going to do it again. Well, what are you going to do? You always hear it's yeah. going to be replaced, um, and you might not be able to get rid of the cartels, but you can degrade the cartels. ISIS is still around, but we have degraded them substantially. Yeah. Al-Qaeda is still around, but we have degraded them substantially. Yeah. So and you... So you might not be able to take them out totally, but you, but anyone that says you can't degrade them is. Yeah. You of, put the fear of God of into anyone well, that would be coming and replacing them. Right. And to answer your question, Rich, when you, when you're talking about like, are there any senators or anyone else that's possibly getting paid off by this? Think of this. Every single person that gets into the border usually pays close to 10,000 US dollars to a coyote. Yep, that's so, that's the average rate, $10,000 per board border crossing. And a lot of times they get these poor people get left out, they get dumped in the middle of the freaking desert with no water. Yeah. They they die in the back of a tractor trailer. Which which happened there, with a bunch yeah. of Chinese immigrants that are trying yeah, to take across been, the border. Yeah. There, there have been reports of women literally being raped to death. Girls, right? Like young girls. And I know that sounds crazy. Like, how would you get raped to death? You don't want to know how, okay? Uh, like broomstick level stuff, all right? And um, 
and I'm not joking. I know a lot of times I have like dark humor in this. I'm not joking. Um, so if there were in that one week, 24,400, whatever it was, um, illegal immigrants that, that got through that one week, the third or so week in November, what's, what's 10,000 multiplied by 240 or by, um, uh, 24,000. 10,000 multiplied by 24,000. That's a lot. I don't know. It's like 2.4 million. Yeah, I, I believe so. I, I'm, I'm not doing the math right now, but, um, the 24 billion. Let me see. So let's say 10,000 multiplied by 24,000. Oh, that's 240 million dollars that is going back to the cartel. So a quarter billion dollars. An another thing, another thing, this is, <laughs> okay, this is going to sound crazy, but the cartels are responsible for a lot of human smuggling, right? Oh, yeah. You, so you, in, any any time that you want to shut down illegal immigration or like crime coming across, whatever, we're talking about the cartels. Mm-hmm. How do the cartels make the money besides the avocados, which is kind of crazy, but they make a lot of money from avocados, which is weird. They do. They've cornered the fruit and, uh, and vegetable market um, clearly because what do they get when they do that? They get smuggling routes. You know? Yeah, but what? But what are drugs. they smuggling across? Drugs. Yeah. How about if we? Out and cash in. How about if we legalize drugs? That's what I, I am 100% for the legalization of drugs, narcotics, heroin, crack cocaine. But not, cocaine. but you just, you just can't legalize it. You have to also have set up programs to get people clean. Yeah. I, I, so it, it's a multiple step, which I mean, I, or there's a way to do it. Uh, Sweden and Portugal, uh, Portugal. They, they do it. You would have to model it after and we actually have the programs. And actually, guess what? Drug you, drug abuse went down because the way they set it up. So if you do it right, not just like decriminalize it where like like California decriminalized a bunch of stuff, but they never put in like the treatment options. And then yeah. you had a bunch of. But they're still getting it from the same shit bags that are still. So here's one of the biggest yeah. issues when when you're um when you decriminalize drugs but you don't change where they come from you still have the same street level crime you still have the same distribution level crime and you still have the same manufacturing level crime you're always going to have those things unless you change where they where they come from now would i so for me personally would i and i, was, I don't do drugs right a lot of people know that i'm, I'm clean i've been clean for 13 years but um, I was an opiate addict, right? Like if, if heroin was just legal today, people that have never done dope are not going to go buy some dope to slam in their arms. Yeah, that's right? what Rand Paul said that. Yeah, like the only people that are going to go buy dope are people that are already doing dope, you know? Um, yeah, people may go, you know, score some blow to, you know, throw a party or whatever, but like that's not the... the we're talking about people that are literally getting murdered over a duffel bag and then the retaliation from that, then the retaliation from that. Then, So you're still having manufacturer grade violence, distribution grade violence and street level uh, sales violence. If you don't change 
where it's coming from. And if you don't give treatment options, if you don't give, you know, you, you have to treat both, both aspects. And I, I'm against socialized healthcare, but like treatment options, state run, I mean, you know, state funded treatment options, uh, that is different because in the, in the long run, that will actually save you money. Yeah, that's that's a very different thing. It's not like socialized healthcare. It's completely different in my in my. Yeah, mind. because it actually saves you money. Coming from a person um, that you know has been through that, that's been through recovery, that's been. I mean, even thirteen years into this, I am still you know in recovery in in my eyes. You know. And you empty out the jails too. Yeah. So you save a lot of money there too. Um, a lot of people that should get treatment get sent to jail instead. I mean that, but you, but like the, the like the drug traffickers that are still trafficking drugs illegally. Now you got to have harsh penalties for those guys. Yeah, because all they would do is they would cut the cost and make it as cheap as possible. So if there was just like places uh, that are you know um, where in their state they're allowed to like have like weed dispensaries and shit like that, right? Still federally illegal. But from the standpoint of the state, they're allowed to do it. All you would need to do to have a, a you know, marijuana trade, I feel so weird calling it that, but a weed trade is just come in below their cost, right? Because the only reason that people that are getting things legitimately would go to the street is if they can't afford it from, you know, that lawful source or like it happens all the times in, in treatment when dudes run out of medicine, what do they do? They go to the street to get medicine and a lot of it's not legitimate like somebody said um um you also kept on replaced morphine faster effect so funny thing is most prior to the fentanyl craze most heroin was cut with morphine honestly most of the heroin was mostly morphine prior to fentanyl also uh you would cut down on fentanyl deaths as well so I think that would do damage to the cartel, which would cut down on human trafficking and which would um, do everything. I think harsher penalties for coyotes, harsher penalties for like these people that run these um, sex slavery places. Yep. Known as Yankee Cranky Massage Parlors. No, I go I go to a massage place every couple of weeks, but it's a legit massage place. Oh yeah, really? What's her name? At least you think it is. No, no, yeah. it definitely is. They actually have licensed therapists. Uh, most do. Most have licensed therapists. Uh, no, this is this is like a chain. This is like uh, Elements Massage, which is. If anyone out there goes to a massage parlor, hey, my buddy told me who goes to those kinds of massage parlors all the time, um, what the like key like phrase is, when they're massaging you and they roll you over to when you lay on your back, and obviously your your dangling is you know, dangling out and about, yeah, is dangling and the, um, they ask, do you want oil, and. Uh, that's like the key of like, do you want oil? And you know, <laughs> you can say yes in more ways than one. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Uh, sorry. So you say yes, and that's the code word. No, I'm saying you. you, you 
you just agree to the oil, right? And then they, they start touching you in places and then you say like, or like they'll ask, is this okay? And you just say yes. So basically they're asking permission for them to, to touch you in certain places. And you say yes, that way it's two consenting adults. And that way it doesn't look like they're doing something wrong or you're doing something wrong. And then you're just giving them a tip afterwards, right? So what's really, what what's illegal in that case, right? It appears that it's just two consenting adults. And then you know what happens when they get caught? So Fairfax County, right? Where that explosion just happened. There was a huge... No, it was that, was, that wasn't in Fairfax County. What? That was in Arlington County. Oh, that's right. Part of Arlington is Fairfax County, but, but part of it is Arlington County. Whatever it was. That's right outside of um, Fairfax County. In Fairfax County, um, there was a huge bus of several chains of um, the rub and tugs, right? The Yankee and, Crankies. Um, yeah, I, I just call them rub and tug. But uh, what happened is all of them got arrested. All the massage therapists got arrested. You know what happened to all of those massage therapists? Deported? All got their massage therapist licenses revoked. That's it. So now they probably downgraded them to straight up street sex, right? So now they're having to put them back on the streets and whore them out because they're all, look, guarantee they either came over with a visa and they just, a visa expired and they stayed here or they came here illegally or whatever. And if they can't, if they can no longer, you know, well, do their rubs and their tugs, then they're probably pimping them out on the streets. Oh, by the way, uh, Jay Sissity is, uh, is a guy named Jason that, um, Jason King, Jason King yeah, who actually lives <laughs> in Arlington. Yeah, near the house. Yeah, he said he, he lives like, uh, I think a mile away or something. Yeah, like it's that. A, oh, the boom boom room? Yeah. Um, interesting, but yeah, it's, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, there's definitely a problem on the border and the solution is not an easy solution, but right now we're not moving anywhere near to that solution. Right. It's all about getting votes and it, until that stops, we're going to have this problem. All right, I, just, I agree. I just have to say a couple things from the chat here. Um, so Stephen says, heroin is highly addictive, confirmed by U.S. report after the Civil War. Thank you. I had no idea. Um, also, uh, Jace, Jace, Jace City. Just call him says, Jason. Jace says, there's no heroin anymore. It's all fentanyl. In other words, there's no Dana. There's only Zool. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that's from uh, Ghostbusters. Shook my ex's house. Um, I'll create a science lab. Science has a lot to answer for. <laughs> yeah, my ex says she didn't hear anything but the explosion shook her house. Dude, um, I don't know if that was on purpose, if they literally just turned the gas on for an hour and then shot a 37 mic. Uh, dude, dude they cut off. Um, because that, honestly, looking at it, before I even notice, because I've seen gas explosions. I've seen a gas explosion as a firefighter. Mm-hmm. And that looked like a gas explosion. Well, 100%. That was a gas explosion. I, just by seeing it, I could say the same thing. And 
it was likely if they were about to go and the police were stacking up to go in, right? Because they reported the shots fired. They were I mean, like, no, he had a flare and, uh, you know, he just cranked the gas up and just yeah, let it, let it f- fill up for a long time. And yeah. Boom. And if you, if you take it, if you just turn all the burners on and stuff, that's one thing. If you kick it from the wall and it's just like blowing in there like a hose. Oof. Bro. Yeah. That could be uh, that big. And honestly, it doesn't even need, I guess, it doesn't even really need to blow, to fill up the whole house because for real, if it's pouring in from the wall, then that, that, that's it. You got your device right there. Yeah, there was a gas explosion in South Riding a few years ago and um, a baby was in the top floor and got ejected, flew 40 feet across the street, landed in someone's yard. The parents died, but the baby was unharmed. What? Oh, my God. Dude, that is insane. Yeah, that was insane because everyone, you know, the baby was freaking unharmed, not a freaking scratch. Was it like snowy out or something? No, it just. Babies are very malleable. Got lucky. I've seen my daughter freaking tumble and she just gets up and starts laughing when she was a baby. I'm like, what? How are you okay? Crump GT6 trailer. It's just Florida man simulator. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Somebody leaked the whole game online. The whole game? Yeah. Some dude on, on X. He got banned from X. It was like GTA 6 something leak. Dang. Um, Dude, I will say I saw that trailer today. It's pretty dope. Yeah, so it's uh it's interesting. But yeah, so uh, what's our topic next week? Uh topic next week is I did last week, Rich did this week, so you tell us, Dark. Oh, so it's my week? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll uh give me twenty four hours and I'll publish. I want it to be something dope. Yeah. I'll put some thought into it. Like you put your back into it. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a guysy super duty topic. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm going to make it some, you know, me, it's going to be something like government conspiracy related. Um, you know, something like, uh, I don't know, project mockingbird, um, uh, bluebird maybe. Oh, maybe we could do the, uh, Tuskegee airmen special. Um, I really want people to fully understand. No, the, not the, the Tuskegee experiment, not the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, yeah, the experiment. Yeah. The yeah. Red Tails were the, the Tuskegee uh, Airmen. I actually met like the, like, was everything, everything in the movie? No. Red no. Tails? Uh, like a few years ago at Andrews, I met like the main, not the, the actual guy that the main character is based on. Oh, that's the the movie where it's a bunch of black dudes flying. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a true yeah. story. I, 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 I met they they had them at I, Andrew's I've seen here. them at Oshkosh. You know, I've seen them. Uh, you know, give a presentation. Yeah, they were cool as shit, man. Oh yeah, yeah I did yeah. see that movie. I forgot about that. Um, it'll be something, you know, MK Ultra. You know. No, why not MK Ultra? That would be cool. I would like to research the topic, um, but I'll I'll within the next twenty four hours. You know what? 
tomorrow evening on my show, I do a show Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 10 p.m. Eastern uh, on DLD After Dark on YouTube. Um, I will publish on the show tomorrow, uh, tomorrow evening with the uh, top guest. All right. Maybe I'll do a poll. Maybe I'll let people pick. We'll see. We can do it like... Uh, How not to explode your house? Like, uh, like I've been doing a poll on, like, what my Christmas movies are. So, so far, Die Hard was number one. Uh, they went, it was Invasion USA or Die Hard, Die Hard 1. Today, it was Violent Night versus Invasion USA. The, the Whoever gets eliminated goes. Uh, Violent Night barely lost, so my next Christmas movie is going to be Invasion USA. Um, and then it will be Violent Night going up against Lethal Weapon. But did you really enjoy Violent Night? Yes. You, like you thought it was like a well-made film? I liked it. I know Rich didn't like it. Yeah, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't impressed. I actually went and watched that alone. Literally yeah. in the theater. Dude, you should have called me. Yeah, I, I should have. Did you go to Fox that. Theater? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just go there like, uh, you know, on a whim. I'll just be like, hey, I'm going. Yeah, Dark likes to go to the theater that's uh, in the town I live in for some reason. Well, it's not too far from me. Yeah. I and mean, it's not too far from me either. I mean, it's still a little bit of a drive, but it's, you know, it's nicer. It's nicer than the one out, you know, closer to me. Okay. All right. I understand that. All right, guys. So that is it. Um, you can find me at John Crump News, John Crump Live. Check out my writing at Amelan. Vote for me at the Gundy's. I would highly, highly appreciate your vote. Um, and it would be freaking phenomenal if you would do that for me. So I put the link earlier, but I can't find it now. But whatever. After you vote for him every day, you can also buy his book. It is a great gift for your fellow firearm enthusiasts. Get a few and just give them away around Christmas time. No, and I challenge Rich. Uh -oh. Rich wants to write a book. So my next book, which I haven't even started researching or even don't, I don't even have a topic yet, is going to be out on June 1st. You know, I wrote a book. You did? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, here's the challenge. You got to write another one now by June 1st really and have it published. Because um, we can talk more about this offline, but the book that I wrote was an excellent idea. And uh, I literally still have screenshots of the uh, title page and all that stuff. And um, the dude that I was working with stole it from me. Oh, that sucks. Yep. Well, write another uh, book. Uh, June 1st is the date. Rich already has his topic and he has a lot of the research done. So he needs to get writing. I'm starting from, I don't want to have a topic. I'm going to have a topic by the end of this week. Then I'll start researching for like a month and a half or so. And then I'll start writing and get everything done by June 1st. Yeah, so, so do you want to? You don't. So you do you want to join the challenge instead of a gun build off? Yeah. Have a write off. Well, we're still doing a gun build off. It doesn't uh, take away that responsibility. And it doesn't take away that, but the, but you know, have a write off yeah. too. I, I would love to. Yes. All right, June first. Why do I got a feeling I'm going to be the only one that's going to hit the June first deadline? I'll hit it. I can hit it. Rich. Are you I gonna are you are, are are you are you gonna go find a a writer and and type oh, and and name the book name the book and the, actually put like I think my wife and family and say oh I wrote some of it like holding a roll pen 
Kurt 24 says, I still believe some other YouTubers should be telling their communities to vote for Crump. Ooh, Bazinga. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Names? I don't care. Of course not. But it, it, a lot of these people get their information from you and then they don't show the love. They don't reciprocate, you know? It happens, man. What, what can you do? I'll tell you what you can do. You can get yourself a 40 super dookie. God, look at that thing, man. Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't matter to me. I mean, as long as the information gets out there. Yeah, time for you to stop being so freaking humble. I'm not humble. It's just I would rather the information get out there. I mean, it's just one of those things that the information needs to get out. And if it and if people use my stuff and get the information out there, hey, it's better for the gun community that way, right? Yeah. Would I would yeah. I prefer for them to credit me? Yes. But am it if is it gonna keep me up at night? No. What I really want is people to be able to do, start doing their own research and everything else. So then I can just stop. <laughs> Jay says Rich is going to get Chat GPT to write it. <laughs> He totally is. I think Chappie GPT has a certain number of characters. He'll get it like one paragraph. You, you can do, you can get ChatGPT to do a lot of different stuff, but um, it's actually, I, won't, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah, Rich is actually. Say... Uh, how many, what is the limit of, I know you know, Rich, what is the limit of the size? Oh, there, there realistically isn't a limit. So if you're using uh, GPT-3, which is free, you can, if you are creative with asking it, you can get it to give you a lot of information. Write a whole book? Uh, I don't, I've seen people say you can do that, but, you know. Like, I thought there was like a 500 character stuff. limit or something like that. You, you can ask it, to, like, for the next chapter. You, you could, if you're clever about it, you could say, write me a 12-chapter children's book, an outline for a 12-chapter children's book. And then say, uh, oh, there, there write is. chapter one. There, there is. Uh, it's a 2,048-character response limit. Yeah, you could say, write, you know, the first half of chapter Dude, one. Dude, that would, that would be a lot. That would be a, a lot of characters. No, no, that's actually not. Yeah, but if you were to narrow it down to like a literal paragraph at a time and just kind of find a way to bring Dude, it all together. How long would that, that would take you a lot longer to write it than just. Than just writing it? Yes. Dude, it would be way quicker. I don't know, man. I mean, think of how long it would take Rich to write a book. I mean, I, I just like not. I've. I've done work with uh, speech to text, and, and that works out pretty good. I, kn I so knock out. You, Go ahead. If you want to get your raw content down and then work it out, uh, speech to text is pretty darn good for that. Yeah, I, I knock out five to 10,000 words a day when I write my book. Damn, mm -hmm. Steve is in the UK. God. Oh, the, the FN510 is in the other room. I'll bring it on the next one, promise. I do have 
I have a piece of the FN510 here. <laughs> 10 milli, 10 milli, 10 milli, 10 milli. I almost a bought a, uh, a, uh, a USP. Really? Uh-huh. I honestly am thinking of selling the FN510. I Okay, okay, I I, I got I, I got a little um I okay, I'm going to drop a little piece of knowledge on you guys that you got to keep up you got to keep an eye out for. I'm not going to say where I got this from. Okay. But do you know Sky Pistols? Yes. The company's in a lot of trouble, but that's not the whole thing. If you if you go to CDNN right now, um, um, I'll show it um, right now. Yeah, CD, you get a CDN sport, right? And you look at the pricing for Skies. Mm -hmm. Right now, they are going for uh, $199, $169, $179, which sounds like a great price, right? No, I wouldn't pay anything for a Sky. Okay, they sound like a great price for a gun. Uh, they're going to have, they got a bunch from a distributor that wanted to get rid of them. So the rumor on the street is they're going to drop them for like 90 bucks. Ooh. Oh. Okay, so. Definite truck gun. Man. So if you're looking really to get one, you might want to wait. Um, if you ever watch like live PD or whatever they call on reels, like live on patrol, I guess it's called now. Every time they find a gun, it's either a high point, a Caltech, or most of the time it's a Sky. Yeah, I mean there are a lot of Glocks out there though. Every Those time they stolen. no, every time they confiscate a gun, it's a Caltech. <laughs> like eighty percent right, of the time, so it's gonna be one of those three. Ninety nine dollar guns gonna be on CD is CD and then sports. Okay, it should be like eighty nine ninety nine or something like that. CDNN Sports. Yeah, it's not up there yet, but the rumor is that they're going to have it, and that's from a very reliable inside source. I will keep an eye out. I almost spelled Sky correctly. SCCY. So, are you, uh, Rich, are you actually going to purchase a Sky? Nah, I, I don't need anything like that. I have a few. You have a few Skies? Yeah, when I own a gun shop, every time you sold five, they would give you one for free. That's right. Glocks oh, wait. used to be like that. Glocks I, used to be I think, like seven. I think I'm going to buy like 20 or 30 of them. And get them delivered to the same. Oh, my God. It's a different FFLs. Uh, dude, I'm going to um, spend $3,000. Oh, my God. Rich, why'd sky. you do that? Um, You know what I do want really badly? And it's a stupid gun that so many people would probably laugh at. I want the true PWEDC gun. Yeah, we've already talked about oh, that. American Arms? The NAA 22 mag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The little half inch barrel. Yeah, he he's tried to he's tried to buy mine already. Dude, Primary Arms has them for two twenty nine. And I just so 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 badly want to get one because there's no other gun that size with that capability that can fit in your butthole. That is a true PWEDC gun. I have I have a necklace that attaches that it attaches to. Yeah, that's right. You told me about that. Yeah, so Kurt twenty four says so buying twenty five skies. <laughs> that's a good move. Um, that would be worth one Glock. 
but they're really terrible guns. They just they fire them. They work, but the triggers like like twelve pound twelve it, 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 that literally it's a twelve pound trigger. Yeah. Well, you know they were modeled almost exactly all for the Caltech P11. Well, the like founder, the founder used to work for Caltech. That's why they were located across the street, and that's why they hate each other. Really? The founder of Sky and George Kelgren, they hate each other. Across the street from Caltech. Yeah. So you're telling me those say Cocoa, Florida, on them? Yes. That's dope. They also sell them with uh, red dots, the Crimson Trace red dot. It's yeah. like yeah, two hundred dollars for a, a sky with a with a red dot. I, I cannot tell you how many dudes I've seen rolling up to the range that bust out like some you know zippered nylon case, and then they bust out like some crazy colored sky with a crimson trace red dot on it. I'm like, please don't. Oh, actually, they 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 move. They moved to Daytona Beach. They used to be in Cocoa Beach. Oh, okay, because there's a Seven Day Adventist church across the street from Caltech. Yeah, um, I'll let you find it. I'll, I'll find the address. Yeah, they used to be. They they moved to Daytona. Who is it? What's his name? George Kelgren or whatever. Yeah. 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 You know he created the Grendel, the first twenty-two mag pistol that had like a 20 or 30 round magazine and i think that was in the late 80s yeah i think it was the 80s maybe early 90s that gun barely worked at all but they're cool as hell yeah uh joseph roebuck is the guy that used to work for caltech and then uh, he started uh a sky sky the fact that people get them buy them sell them use them i would imagine that they don't use them very much but uh, I always see them for sale. I always, I mean, yep. oh man, we used to have standards when I worked at my, one of my local gun shops. We we usually would not dip our toes. And Caltex would be like the lowest we would go. But they still sell Caltex. They still sell Taurus. Um, but now I walk in there and I see high points and skies. Also, it's not like a plethora of them, but oh man, I don't know. I just just don't use shit equipment like that, guys. Use the best equipment that is available to you, that you can afford. Don't save money on the most important parts of your kit. No. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Uh, let's go, Rich. Uh, take us out, and uh, since it's your show, you got to end it. Yeah. Uh, well, Gabriel, thank yeah, that you. was the, the remake of it. Sorry. Thank you for listening and watching as it may be on Flying Rich. You can fly and find we, me. We've already did all that, Rich. Com. Oh, right. Did we? Yes. Remember, yeah. before we got into the conversation about guns, we talked about your show, how you were going to ask about what topic. I don't think we, we did the whole thing, though. I think I just said I do a show and I'll ask my people. Yeah. No, no, I think we did the whole thing. Did we do the whole no, thing out there? I don't think Rich did his. Okay, Flying Rich. Okay, go ahead, Rich. <laughs> so find me all of my social media at flyingrich.com, Flying Rich on YouTube, Flying Rich Firearms on YouTube, and on Rumble, in wherever there's some guy talking about guns on a street corner. And if you go uh, to flyingrich.com, there's a, uh, a little Easter egg somewhere that you got to find. So go check it out. To the first person that finds it, I'll give them... Uh, 
I'll give them a blue tourniquet, glowy blue tourniquet. Oh, uh, somebody else also was asking about the sleepy roofer stuff. When is that coming out? When could they buy it? it it's been out, but there's an issue with the uh, sinking of the stores that I got to fix. It, it's all that stuff is available on DLD hardware, but the first batch of orders that went through is kind of frozen and I'm having to work on that now. If I can't sync this shop, I'm literally going to have to kick back all the the orders that have already come through because it's been two weeks already and um, kill the store and then restart it on a separate storefront and not integrate it with DLD hardware. It may, I've got it basically down to this. It may be the fact that it's on a, a store that I sell gun stuff on. They may not be fulfilling it for that reason. All right. Yeah, but all that stuff is on DLD hardware. All right, I'm going to play the outro, and we're going to get out of here. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Thanks for hanging out. We love you. You were just triggered by the Uncensored Podcast. Be sure to come on back next time to get pissed off all over again. Be sure to send your hate mail to hate at uncensored.wtf. Ah!